Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Ideas at ND. Um, I'm your host, Pat Hollander. Uh, this was a pretty fun episode. My guest was Kean Gatewood. Kean's a student at Notre Dame, um, and he is the founder uh, of B Brand. B Brand is basically an online marketplace for beekeepers to sell their honey. Um, I was not aware that it's very difficult for beekeepers to find customers to purchase their honey and that much of the honey we buy and consume is actually not local. Um, and local, you know, homegrown honey is much better for you. It's also something we talked about in this podcast. So um, kind of a wide ranging discussion with Kian. We talked about podcasting in general. We talked about his experience at Notre Dame so far, my experience at Notre Dame. And then we talked a lot about bees. Um, we talked about why the bees are dying lately what that's all about. Um, just a really cool podcast, kind of what podcasts are all about, just talking about a bunch of different things, including his company. Um, if you want to learn more about Brand, or if you would like to purchase some honey, go to bbrandco.com, um, and there's a ton of information out there. Thank you so much for listening. I'm in not, or I was in not. I was in not for three years. Oh, you're off campus. Yeah, yeah, I'm all, so we're, we're all recording now. Um, yeah, it looks like the sound is good too. Sometimes the sound's tricky in this room because it's like not a, not like a real recording studio. It's just like yeah. a room. But yeah, I was in not, I was in not for three years. Now I'm off campus with like in a house with like a bunch of not guys, okay. which awesome. is like a blast. Being off campus is like so much fun. Really? But I mean, I have a, one of our best friends stayed on to be an RA, and so like, he's still on campus, and that's like that's really good too because now we kind of have a place to go on campus if we're ever looking to like take a nap on his couch or something like that i was thinking about doing like the ra thing yeah because you get like free don't get free room you get free room board yeah and it's like i think my friend loves it my friend loves it he says super fulfilling it's something he's wanted to do like like you since freshman year so if that's the case i would totally go i would go for it you know like it's it's kind of nice to get close to the rector absolutely it's a good way yeah i mean he's like a you know, I go back to Not Now, and he's like a big figure in that community. Like he's a big. You go to Not Mass, and he's sort of like, you know, people look up to him a lot. He's kind yeah. of like a leader, which is a, a really cool thing to be. I think in your senior year, especially. Yeah. So, I would definitely recommend that. So anyway, you're uh, you're Key in Gatewood. Yep. I always tell people like putting a key in a door. A key in a door. A key okay, in good. a door. No good. one knows how to say it. That's right. So, I'm always like. They always think some. For some reason, they always think the I's an L. So it's like Keelan. Keelan. Yeah. So that's weird when people mispronounce a name and it's yeah. like not, it's not even, like they add letters. Yeah. It's like, well, I mean, I understand it goes like an yeah. I. I guess it kind of looks like an L. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. So you're a sophomore, or sorry, freshman. You're freshman, a freshman. Yeah. First year. First year. First, first year. year. You're not a freshman. No, we, can't say, we can't say freshman. Uh-uh. You're a first year student at Notre Dame. Yeah. And you're trying to do business analytics, you said? Yeah. That's what you so, think you might want to do? So I guess I should go into my story about that. So... When I was going to the college application process, I, Notre Dame wasn't really an option for mm-hmm. me. I, um, I grew up in Indiana, right outside Indianapolis, kind of like a small town. Um, and I really wanted to get out of Indiana. Like, yeah, I wanted yeah. to go to New York. <laughs> my, so I had my goal set on Princeton. Oh, so, I'm me, from Jersey. Really? My yeah. mom and I, we went on like a Northeast college yeah, yeah. Uh, visit trip. So we hit like all the Ivies. And Princeton was like the only one that really like stood out to me. Yeah, it was like yeah. this... This is where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I applied early, early action. Uh, it was restrictive, so it's the only place I could apply early besides Purdue. Right. Because Purdue's public. Yeah. But uh, I didn't get, ended, I got deferred. I got, an, I got an interview, everything. I did everything I could. Yep. Perfect GPA, almost perfect SAT scores, but. 
didn't work out. He's just a crapshoot, I yeah. think. I think you're better off. Yeah, so anyway, and I was like, hey, I got into Notre Dame, and my parents were always like, oh, that's cool. Like, so it's kind of like a letdown. <laughs> oh, come on. I know, I don't That's brutal. I don't know why, like, I just don't think, like, we were on vacation when it happened. Yeah, like, yeah, spring yeah. break. Right. Uh, but anyway, then I came for the admitted students days, and I was like, okay, Notre Dame's legit. Like, yeah. this is kind of cool. And also, I had... So I had a, an uncle that did his MBA here, mm-hmm. and he was he kept sending me articles. He kept pushing me to like go to Notre Dame. Yeah, he told me all about the Idea Center, and so as I should mention, also I applied to the school called Babson College. Uh-huh. No, yeah, so like that, yeah. they're like the number one entrepreneurship right, school. Right, right. And I ended up getting a, a full ride actually there. Which wow. I know people think I'm stupid for coming here instead. But <laughs> my only thing against it was like it was only entrepreneurship. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was no calculus. There's no computer science there's nothing you can do besides entrepreneurship interesting okay so i kind of liked like the liberal arts and i thought i thought notre dame was a place where i could grow like not just like education wise but like spirit spiritually yeah. like i'm not catholic but still i mean it's the same god you know absolutely yeah i mean and just having like that community i think is a for good, sure a good thing to come up and just the connections obviously too is a yeah great thing and so my my um uh, i guess it would be my dad's cousin so would that be to me your dad's cousin? Yeah. I don't think that's anything. Really? I think that's just your dad's cousin. Well, well let's just call him for my uncle for the sake of the story. Wrong. Okay. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's like, you're getting, sure. uh, you're getting a Ferrari for the price of a, a Chevy or something. Like that. <laughs> that's what you got to tell him. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah, his Notre Dame gives pretty good financial aid. Yeah. Probably, yeah. You probably yeah. know. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's how you ended up here. Yeah. So an Indiana guy. So really, the Idea Center is one of the main reasons why I came here. Wow. So you, yeah. had, so you had heard about the Idea Center just before you got because here? Because of my uncle. So your your uncle your uncle he, did his MBA here, and so he knew about the Idea Center. Well, he's like still connected with okay, okay. you know like the indie uh, network. Yeah. So he kept sending me all these articles about the Idea Center, and actually I should mention this too. When I came for the admitted students days, I sat in. So I applied science business. Uh-huh. So this is where this whole story's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I applied science business thinking that'd be more business focused. But it's not at all. It's like right. it's like pre med with right. five business right. classes. They you're throw taking, on top. Taking for chemistry like, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They, they throw five business classes on there, and you're like, oh no, you have science business in the name. Yeah. I don't get it, but I don't want to be pre med. Mm-hmm. So anyway, when I got here for the admitted students days, they made me go to the science classes, and I was like, I'm not going to the science classes. <laughs> so I went to the business class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the professor, he's like one of the founders of Cure. Oh, uh, uh, not. Uh, why can't I think of his name right now? Let me look him up. Anyway, I, I know who you're talking about. I absolutely loved what he like what he was teaching or talking about. It wasn't like a real class. It was like for the admitted students days. But he was just, I was like, this is this is where I want to go. Like from that moment on, and this is I was I knew this was where I wanted to go. And, and so I started emailing him, and uh, he basically convinced me also to just come here. So yeah, that's I figured, awesome. I figured this was the place to be. It no, it it absolutely is. I mean, that's uh yeah. That's pretty cool. I don't get to talk to many freshmen. I feel like being out of the dorms, I'm like yeah. disconnected from the freshman class. The only thing I remember is like I came to the dining hall early this year and I was like, man, these kids look so young. Yeah. Cause it's wild because you guys are like, I know it's crazy. So much younger. It's like, uh, I'm yeah, really young too for like, oh yeah, it flies by though. I'll tell you what, like just being a senior now, I'm like, I can't believe that. It's going to sound bad, but like, I kind of want it to, like, I don't know. I guess like I like the. I just feel like it's so much work, and I'm just like, I know I'm gonna miss it when I leave, but also like I'm, I think I want to graduate in like three years. Yeah. I think that's because I, I came in with like 19 credits. Yeah, yeah. And so if I, I'm doing race to revenue, and I'm mm-hmm. thinking about taking like two business classes on top of that in the summer. 
Yeah, so okay. if, if that happens, I'll have 63 credits going into sophomore year. Wow. And so I would only need, if that was the case, then I would only need to take 16 each semester to graduate. Three yeah. Years. You'll see. You'll see. It, uh... I don't know, though. It, I gotta be honest, I was definitely the same way as you freshman year, because I, I started off pre-med and econ, because I thought I might want to yeah. go to med school, um, but I also liked business and liked econ a lot, and so I was in gen chem, I was in, like, calc, and I thought those classes were so hard, I was struggling, and I was stressed out, and I was the same way, I was like, man, like, this is, like, college is not fun, like, this is, oh, this this is, is awful, horrible. I'm studying so much, this isn't fun, um, and then you get to, like, junior year and all of a sudden it's like oh i kind of have the hang the hang of this like i kind of know what i'm doing yeah. like i'm i'm getting better at taking tests i know when to do my homework i know what notes i need to take and even like i know you know i know what readings i absolutely have to do and which maybe one? which ones i don't quite have to mm-hmm. do every single day you, you know and you just you get a hang of it and then all of a sudden you have this these groups of friends and you're in the dorms and it's like man I don't I never want to leave here you know yeah. and then senior year senior year especially so now that I'm off campus like I'm in a house with four of my best friends and you and that fifth one is on campus and he's always at our house and mm-hmm. it's like heaven like you come home after school and it's just you and your friends in a house yeah and we're just playing video games and you know playing pool and and just yeah. talking and like I mean, it's it's like it kind of hits you that it's just. I like, hope that's the case, man. It you'll no, just, you'll be great. I mean, trust so me. I hate one like I hated high school. If I'm being yeah, honest yeah. with you, I was valedictorian, like big whoop. It doesn't matter. Like I hated like the whole experience was just horrible to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just feel like it was so much busy work and like, yeah, like but that's like what you have to do. I feel like to get into like good schools. Now. Right, right. Which it it kind of sucks. Like everyone's it's so, so everything's based off of a grade. You know, it's very grade oriented. Yeah, which is just it hurts me. Like I don't know makes me so mad so I like going into college I was like I'm not gonna do this to myself like I'm just gonna enjoy it not really worry about the grades you know like I'll be fine you know? but yeah, yeah. it's still it's just like so much busy work you know what I mean There's, I know what you're saying like it's just those prerequisites you'll see to get them out of the freshman way. year too freshman year is not a good example because now you're you're still in Moreau yeah you're doing like are you in like you so I'm in right now in 20 credit hours oh yeah and that's yeah. tough too well that's why I'm trying to just like Accelerate the yeah, process. Yeah, I know what bit. you mean. I know what you but, mean. But uh, so like I've kind of already learned that already. Like I'm doing the bare minimum. Like I know what I have to do. Yeah. I get that done. Of course, I haven't had any exams yet, so we'll see how that yeah. goes. Yeah, yeah, that's. And also, works. like with all this B brand stuff, it's. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about that. Tell me about B brand. <clears throat> what is it? What so are you guys doing? I should start about when we started. So over the summer, I was like, so once again, I've been a beekeeper my whole life beekeeper okay yeah so we'll, so beekeeper in indiana yeah is that difficult with the winter no so beekeeping is really big in indiana okay so um, just tell me tell me your beekeeping story i don't mean to okay. interrupt you yeah so i was telling a story when i was like 12 or i don't know how old i was it was, it was around 12 11 i went to a farmer's market with my mom and there was this old farmer there and he was selling honeycomb yeah and i was he could see i was super interested and like i was like how did this how's this honeycomb made you know it's just weird. You know, like, a human can't make that. Right. So, right. like, how did, how is this possible? So, anyway, <laughs> he, he invited me out to his beehives, and uh, from that moment on, I was like, this, this, is, uh, this is really cool, Mom. This is what I think I'm going to get into this. And so, for some reason, I don't know why, she let me get a couple beehives. <laughs> and people <laughs> don't realize In this. your backyard? Yeah. So wow. you just, well, we, I mean, it's Indiana, so, like, we have a couple acres. Okay, yeah, land, yeah, yeah. So it's not like... Right. I don't. I don't live on a farm. It's or not anything. like a yard. It's like a. It's like land. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? 
So you got the beehives. You got two beehives. Yeah, so I got two beehives. Oh, and people don't understand this, but like, oh, yeah. beekeeping is really expensive to get into. I bet, yeah. It's like an expensive hobby. Yeah. I think I, it was like 800 to to $1,000 just to get started. You just get the hives. Because you got to yeah. buy the suit, all the equipment. Oh, yeah. And then you have to buy the bees. Right. Which aren't cheap anymore. Like, they used to be really cheap to get bees, but now it's like... Is it is it just that they're they're starting to go extinct, right? There's been some yeah, issues so with. We'll, we'll get into that. Okay, okay, okay. We'll okay. <laughs> I'm jumping the gun a little bit. Okay, so I got really <laughs> heavy into beekeeping. Okay. Like, throughout high school, everyone knew me as like I'm the bee guy. Like that's what I wrote all my college applications about. Wow. I started a bee club at my high school, and they let me put beehives on school grounds. Once really? Again, I don't know why. Wow. And so every Friday we would. We would meet and talk. I would teach like a different topic about the bees, and then like on the weekends we would go out and get in the hives, and then so you can actually like apply what we learned to it. But anyway, um, then I started selling my honey. You know, once I I got to the point where I had like five hives. It's the most I ever had. And then like at that point it gets a little, but it's just more of like a job than a hobby. Yeah. yeah so yeah. when I I just tell people if they're getting into beekeeping, stick to one or two hives. Like, mm-hmm. That's where it's enjoyable. You can enjoy it, but it's not a job. You know, it's right. just something you do on the side for fun. It's not that much work, but once you start getting five, and then you got one's dying off, and then the other one needs, you got to feed it, and then, say, oh yeah, it's another thing, you have to feed bees. Yeah. You feed them sugar water, like, usually in the spring, and sometimes in the fall. Okay. Um, but yeah, and so, through all that, I started selling my own honey. Yep. Um, I worked at Starbucks for two years in high school, mm-hmm. and through that, I was selling, like, to the regulars, so they let me put a poster up that said, like, hey, one of our employees sells honey. And so they would just buy it from me, like when I was working, and they put it in their uh, coffee and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. But anyway, over this last summer, I was like, you know, I want to expand this. I want to try to give back to the bees in some way. And I've always, like I said, I'm super into entrepreneurship podcasts. I read like all the books about, like tons of books about entrepreneurship. Just, yeah. I just love that whole world. I knew this is what I've always wanted to do: entrepreneurship. Like growing up, I always tell people I want to be an entrepreneur. Wow. And no one, like, everyone's like, well, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, Something. I know I don't want to work for that. Or, like, yeah. I don't want to do that. I know what you mean. So, uh, anyway, I, I started with t-shirts because there's no risk involved. And it's really, like, no cost involved. Mm-hmm. At the t-shirts? Beginning. Yeah. Okay, okay. There's no cost involved in the beginning. At least the way I did it, I did a fulfillment center. So, like, it's basically all outsourced to where I don't have to keep an inventory. I don't have to even ship, like, it's all run through. I use Shopify and then Printful. Yeah. Uh, and then I hired someone to help me make designs. Wow. And through that, we just sold T-shirts. And we actually, I mean, we sold a couple thousand dollars worth yeah. of T-shirts, which is... That's awesome. I, yeah, I think it's kind of cool. Oh, that's really and it also cool. gave me experience to, like, running social media, Facebook ads, you know. Yeah. Everything like that. And this was to help support the bees? Yeah. So the whole mission behind Bee Brand is, like, giving... I mean, it's everyone always says this is like every business that started now does this, but to give ten percent back to pollinator and bee charities, um, and so I can actually tell you about the one that we. So they always tell me like I have to pick one since before we launched. I have to pick one that we're gonna donate to. Pick like one pollinator. Oh, one charity. One charity. Yeah. One, okay, okay. Okay. I had to pick which one. That way we can like tell people this is the one we're gonna donate to. Okay. And so. You watch Joe Rogan podcast? Of listen, course, yeah. You know Paul Stamets? Yeah. You do? Yeah, That's of course. what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So He's Paul, a mushroom guy, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. he has a company called Fungi Perfecti or Fungi Perfecti. Okay. And he's found that he was working with Washington State University. Uh-huh. And they found that mycelium is like helping, it helps bees fight viruses off. Sure. So going in, so bees are dying off. You always hear colony collapse disorder, but that's like, 
Like that's just like a generic term they give to all the reasons why it's dying off. That's not like a reason that the bees are dying off. That makes sense. Yeah. So the reasons they're dying off, I mean, there's a ton of reasons, but one of the main reasons is this thing called the varroa mite. Uh, and so the varroa mite, I always explain it to people, is it's like a tick, but it's for like bees, obviously. Sure. And it's just like a little animal or a little a little mite. Yeah. And it sticks on, uh, it grabs onto the larva. So it just stays on the larva's back until it turns into a bee, and it sucks the blood, and then it transmits diseases all throughout the hive, like a oh, like a typical okay. like a tick would. Yeah. Um, or a mosquito. Sure. And so viruses are a huge issue, and then also that weakens the bee because it's had this tick on its back since it was born. Um, and so they have all kinds of different ways you can get rid of varroa mites or try to. You never get completely rid of them, but just ways you can manage it. Yeah. So what Paul Samus is doing is he's finding ways to fight the viruses. Wow. So he's found that the reason that bees like like to build hives inside of like dead trees and stuff is because there's mycelium, and like the dead, the rotting tree is what it's like. They can it helps their immune system. So you know Paul Samus, he grows all of his own mushrooms, yeah, yeah, yeah. things like that. Um, some of them not legal, but uh, <laughs> right, yeah. No, but anyway, he he puts like the mycelium into sugar water, and that sugar water he feeds it to the bees and it helps their immune system wow fight the viruses that's amazing yeah that so, is so cool that, i'm just i'm a huge fan of paul stamets so that's why i'm like i'm just gonna pick this one yeah someone i can i feel like i can trust him I, i've never met the dude but no he definitely seems pretty reputable it seems like he and he's working with the university so right exactly, gives him exactly. A little credibility. yeah it's a bit of credibility there that's that's really yeah. important that's uh that's awesome that's awesome it's cool to hear too i like i like it when uh you know, because, like, obviously, like, Joe Rogan's basically my idol. Like, uh, same to me, dude. Which I'm sure is, like, you know. It's probably a lot of people's idols. He's, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think. I yeah. love Joey Diaz. Yeah, I think, I think, and especially, you know, just, just what he's done for the podcast format, just making it so mainstream and, like, you know, because I, I remember I listened to him, like, when I was in high school. So that's, like, you know, seven, seven years ago. Yeah. Like, he's, and I, I just love, like, that type of conversation. So it's cool to hear someone like you you know, coming into contact with someone like Paul Stamets and saying, oh, like, I'm really passionate about bees. Paul Stamets is using his fungal research to now help the bee populations, you know, be more sustainable and survive. And now I can start this business and donate to Paul Stamets. And like, it's just, it's just cool to hear podcasts actually having that impact. I think, if I'm going to be honest with you, I think podcasts have had like one of the biggest impacts of anything in my life. Like I've listened to so many hours of Joe Rogan. the, The amount of stuff I've learned and just, the main thing I love about him is that he has people, he doesn't care, like, who you are, where you come from. He'll right. bring you on the show, right. ask you questions, and they just have, like, a talk, you know? Yeah. And you can learn anything from mushrooms to, uh, I don't know, economics, like, yeah, anything between. Just yeah, and even, and, like, it's cool, like too. The MMA. Yeah, yeah, the MMA stuff's awesome. I mean, he's, like, it's cool, too, because he's not, um, he's not sort of, like, kind of a pointed towards one end of yeah, any spectrum. He's not biased. He's not biased. I mean, I, he everybody's biased. Yeah, but he's not. But like, he is sort of, he, he has everybody on from different... It's like he doesn't have an agenda. He, yeah, so. he's just there to listen. He's there to really get to the point he, of what the and person he's also, believes. You can tell he's there to learn. Like, exactly. He's curious. He, yeah, he he's loves very learning curious. about everything. Yeah. And yeah, he's not there to judge the guests. He's there to just get the the trueness of their beliefs out on the podcast and then let people judge for themselves, which I think is, it's even more important nowadays that we have that. So it's awesome. I want to, I want to, I know we're like, I I love talking about Joe Rogan, but so tell me about where B brand is now as sort of like a a startup and the role the idea center has played in B brand. Yeah, for sure. So 
right when I got on campus, I entered my idea to the pipeline. Yep. Uh, and they paired me up with a venture coach. Her name's Abira. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in the Keo School. She's getting a master's in social entrepreneurship. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, she's been, like, super helpful. Like, just that whole process has been super helpful and actually, like, giving me the confidence. You know, it's kind of nice to have another person there to – it kind of puts a little bit of responsibility on you. Like, I got to get this done. Like, a, a beer's – told me to do it she's counting on me to do it like I got to get it done before we meet next time so just having that responsibility kind of pushes me to keep going forward if that makes sense um and then also I uh, they did this like 20 hour I'm trying to think of what they called it now but it was like a 20 hour event I don't know what it was it was overnight mm-hmm. and then you pitch for money in the in the morning and so I met this girl her name is Melissa and she like helped me make a presentation about what I'm trying to do this is before anything like is this uh, Melissa? Um, it's like Serrano. Or okay, okay, Serrano. okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, she. Oh, then we pitched, and I didn't end up winning, but still, just the amount of feedback I got, and then I kind of got the word out there. Like, they finally know who I am. I met Patty, John Henry, you yeah, know, Annalisa. Yeah. I met all of them. It's the that, whole crew. Yeah. So just like that was an awesome experience. Just I love you know they grind. It's yeah. Cool, but yeah. Anyway, then Abir and me, like, we just kind of laid out everything that we have to do, like, the whole idea, and we started, and it's been accelerating, like, fast, like, the process, I would say. You know, you start out with just an idea, and then once you actually start working on it, you're like, oh, like, I was like, there's no way I'm, bu- I'm going to be able to build a marketplace myself that has a map feature on it to where people can just type in their zip code, and it'll pull up a map of, like, all the honey around them, but yeah. lo and behold, I, someone in the idea center is like, hey, there's this thing called Share Tribe. Uh, it's kind of like Shopify, but for marketplaces, and they have this map feature on there. And I was like, okay. That's and perfect. so that's what we did, and then we got funding through the idea. So every time I pitch at the Idea Center, it's like I, even if I don't get money or I do get money, like I still learn so much, and just the feedback is I think absolutely that, yeah, it's just awesome. And just the amount of like just the people in the room, they they know so much, and they they know what other people are doing. So if they know that there's something you need, they're like, oh, this guy, he's doing that exact thing. Like, get in contact with him here's his email yeah so so did you meet Abira through John Henry uh through the so I don't know who technically okay, okay they, they just assign you a venture yeah coach. yeah I think that's yeah I think because I was talking to John about that I think that's sort of his that's a big part of his it. job is like matching people yeah. which I, I thought was really interesting like how do you match like a, fr- like a freshman entrepreneur yeah. like you with someone who's and gonna I, help him I think it's I think they're getting a little bit like overwhelmed with like the amount yeah, of ideas that have been submitted it seems like it yeah it's, cause so, I mean and it's hard to, I mean it's hard how are you gonna tell if this is a credible idea like it's gotta be tough yeah I was asking about that it seems like really difficult it seems uh, yeah I mean it seems like he just needs he has so much experience you know he's seen so many different startups so many different yeah. ideas that I think he just he sees something and he's like, yep, I've seen something like this or I've seen yeah. something that has some similarity to this and, and it rolls with it. One thing I love about him is he's, I mean, he's down to business. He's not, you know, he doesn't try to fluff anything up. Like if you're not doing something right, he, he tells it to you. He doesn't try to make it seem nicer than it is. Like he'll tell you it's straightforward. And I just, I love that about him. I don't know why. Like some people might think of that as like being harsh, but I just think it's like he's, I mean, he wants the best for you, so he's just yeah. trying to, like, tell you straight up, this is not going to work. Or, Absolutely. He's treating you like an adult. Like, yeah, and I, I respect that. It's just kind of nice because I feel like as a freshman, you mm-hmm. know, like, who's going to take me seriously? And I feel like he's one of the main people that has, like, he can tell that there's something I'm passionate about and I'm not just here to, like, you know, make money or anything yeah. like that. I'm here to actually... That's fantastic. It, so. Yeah, John, we're really lucky to have John Henry. I mean, he's definitely... 
He's definitely a really special person, someone who's yeah. making a huge impact right now, so that's that's awesome. Yeah, he's really he's like he's the leader of the race to revenue thing stuff yeah. for him and Patty. So like we had the kickoff meeting yesterday actually. So I heard about that. And he's yeah. he definitely he's like he told us exactly what we're trying to do, what the goal is, and then you can just tell, like, I'm excited for this summer. I just Yeah. So what's even... what's the goal? What's your goal for this summer? Well, they have like a chart that the Idea Center's made of like you start out like this amount of funding and then you you like round the corner and it's like from one to two to three. And so uh-huh. right now he says we're all at two. Yep. And the people that are not seniors, he's going to try to get us to three, which is like, I know the number is $25,000, but I'm not sure. It's like running, it's like revenue generating. Right. So So that's the goal. The goal is yeah. to become revenue generating then, by the end of the summer. Yeah. And like three to four is like, this is a business. So yep. it's like a couple hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. And, like, and then mm-hmm. like the one after that, it's like, this is like a legit business. Like, yeah. I forget what the actual terminology, yeah, but yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. And so he's like, if you're a senior, he's going to try to get you from two to, or no, three to four. Three to four, right. Yeah. That makes sense. Because he was, he was so. saying that, he was saying like when they're, when they're seniors, obviously this is a long way for you, but they, they start to put them together like, okay, you're going to graduate and, and do this full time. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's what it was, full time. Yeah. So th- three to four. That's pretty wild. So are you guys, do you have a website right now? Is, is Yes. Yeah, so actually we have the whole website set up. It's bbrandco.com. Someone already took bbrand.com. It's kind of, kind of a <laughs> That's all right. It's a, it's a yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. So, so you guys mostly sell. Okay. This is. I see the honey. Yeah. So I have my honey Those posted on there also. And so the idea is to have. Uh, they can post any honey related product. So mm. we're gonna have cause. Think of birds, bees. Yeah. Chapsticks, yeah, yeah. soaps, candles. Anything you can think of. Even beekeeping equipment. Um, and then see, so you can go to Matt B right here. Ooh. And it'll show you like a map of where it's at. And if you click no on way. it, it'll pull it up. And then also if you go to the search wow. bar up top, uh, there it is. you can search yeah. by either like variety of honey. So this is another big thing is we're trying to like get people to try different varieties of honey. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I um, I, I like I'm a big honey person. So my, my family's from Australia. So my whole family lives okay. there. Um, that's where the, the flow hive. Didn't it come out of the you know, flow hive? Oh, you don't know about the flow hive? No, what's the flow hive? <laughs> oh, man, that's like a, the biggest beekeeper thing that's happened ever. I think. Really? Yeah. I didn't know about the flow hive. Look it up. Flow hive. Oh, yes, you I actually yep, do know about see, this. I say, it's yes. all over social media. This is out of Australia? Yeah. Wow. I think it was either Australia or New Zealand. Yeah, it was definitely I, I think I think it's Australia. Yeah. But yeah, it's really cool. You that just is sweet. you just crank it. You don't even have to get in the hive. Yeah. I mean, a lot of beekeepers, a lot of beekeepers hate this idea. <laughs> yeah, because they're like, the, um, um, the whole point of beekeeping is to get in the hives. But I think it's cool. That's so cool. They have this. Uh, they have this like. Um, like they have the the gum trees there, like the eucalyptus trees. Okay. They call them gum trees. Like a, it's like the the slang word. Um, and they have these like big red gum trees that are these like big red eucalyptus trees where koalas live and stuff like that. And they um they somehow get honey from like the bees that live in these trees or something. I don't I don't know the details of it, but that honey is like fantastic. Really? And my yeah Sick. my my grandparents had like a they had like a dairy farm there, mm-hmm. and so you'd have like. You'd have like your tea with milk from the farm and honey from these trees that are right nearby, and it was just like, man, this is. Yeah, it's also like. Natural. Most people don't even know there's like different varieties. Of oh honey. yeah, they're I mean, just, and they're totally different. Like, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. No, it's very important. This, this is really cool. It's awesome. So, what's your? Uh, do you have like a big grand vision for, for B brand like in the future? Something that you know you're a freshman <laughs> yeah. now. Do you think about like, okay, by the time I'm a senior and I'm ready to graduate and do this full time, this is what I want it to look like, and yeah. how are you gonna get there? So I'm not sure if I want to work. 
on this for full time, I would like it to be mostly like fully automated. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that makes sense. Because yeah. the whole way we make money is just through commissions. Mm-hmm. But my main goal right now is just to grow this thing. Like I want, I don't want beekeepers to ever have to worry again about selling at farmers markets or where to like. They, I don't want them to have to make like their own Facebook posts or anything like that. Like all the all that's on here, they're like, hey, if you want to buy honey from me, go on here. It's yeah. A secure transaction through PayPal. You know what I mean? And I'll you can either drop it off or I can ship it to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that would be awesome. And then the grand idea, uh, I haven't told this many, many people about this, but I think it'd be really cool to do like a subscription service hmm. to where it's for like, so what I want to do is I want to get, I want to like every month or something have like beekeepers from all over the country. It's like, hey, we'll send you this honey. Uh, and then we put it in boxes and we give it to, or we sell it to like cafes, coffee shops, restaurants. And so like they can, especially in like big cities like New York, Boston, or like they can't really get local honey necessarily. Yeah, um, I think it'd be awesome for them to just have like, hey, this Florida honey or California honey or Indiana. That, yeah, honey. no, and they absolutely. can just put it like have it, their customers put it in the coffee. It'd also be like the it'd be the trendy ones. You know? Wait, can I ask something? I don't know if you you might not know about this. I heard that if you, I don't know if this is true. If you eat a lot of honey from a certain area. Yeah, it helps you become immune to the so, allergies from that area. Yeah, that's so that's why local honey's like growing so much. Is because people have, have found out that if you eat honey like in your area, it helps with your allergies. Because if you think about it, it makes, it makes sense. Yeah, it's like a it, vaccine. The bees, because the bees have like they're on they're getting the pollen from the right. area. If yeah. you're allergic to that pollen, this is kind of like I don't know how it works. Obviously. I think it's like a vaccine because you get a little maybe you get a little bit oh, of I think, it. I think you just get a lot. And your body's yeah, just like, yeah. Okay, this is, they just deal with it. Yeah. I think, so but it really strange. supposed to help. And also, like, honey's amazing. Most people, like, don't know. Oh, There's, yeah. like, so yeah, many different things. You can. It's antibacterial, so you can put it, like, on pimples and, like, cuts. Really? Stuff like that. And that's why, have you ever, like, taken honey when you're sick? Like, real? Like, so, another thing, <laughs> the whole reason that we're trying to do, like, support the local beekeepers is because... We found that there's like 500 million pounds of honey consumed every year, mm-hmm. and out of that, like 447 million pounds are imported. Where are they imported from? Like Mexico, like Argentina, uh-huh. anywhere okay. really. Okay. But, uh, but that honey that they sell in the grocery store is like it's pasteurized. It's basically like sugar water. Like yeah, you're just eating. It's basically corn syrup. Huh. You're taking all the good stuff out of honey and then selling it for cheap, and then people people don't understand the difference of that. But they still think they're being healthy because it's honey. And it's not sugar. But it's just sugar. Yeah. They're basically just eating sugar. Yeah. Wow. But if you get local honey, it's straight from the hive. It's that's why I, I don't know if you've ever had it or not, but it'll like burn it burns your throat. Like really? You, like if you're sick and you take a spoonful of honey, like you can feel it like burning your throat. No, I don't think I've ever experienced that. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's really interesting. Most people are surprised. At least when I've like I'll sell a honey to people here and they're like, This is really strong. Like, yeah, yeah. You want so, a little bit. Man. It's kinda cool. This is good stuff. This is so cool. It's so yeah. unique. I really like it. Man. But well, that's awesome. And then another main goal of mine is I just told the law guy about this I just met with. But yeah, I yeah. think it would be really cool. I mean this is this might not even be possible, but I think it'd be cool if we, like we just made this like a an online farmers market. Mm, yeah. I know I know a lot of people go to farmers market for like the experience. Right. Have you been to the one in South Bend? I have not yet. It's pretty it's meant to be I haven't been there either, but I know someone who works there and it's like yeah, it's I heard pretty it's, big. I I heard I, cool. they keep telling me to go for like customer validation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. You should do that. But yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I'm gonna do yeah, it yeah. this weekend probably or next weekend. Um, anyway, online this? online farmers <laughs> market <laughs> marketplace. <laughs> okay, yeah. So the big idea I think would be really cool is if like what if we just made this like the online farmers market to where like every local food, every like say you want some local cucumbers and you're like oh, 
you go on here and you see like all these people around you are selling cucumbers and you can just pick one and buy it and then once again like I'm guessing for that it'd be more like drop off instead of shipping right but still it just kind of gives like the small scale the people that are just doing this for a hobby or even if they're not like they don't want to put in the time to build a website you know yeah of course go through the whole process like an LLC and like you're kind of giving them the chance to just focus on their craft like yeah. focus on the beekeeping or on whatever they do and one of the main reasons why I'm doing it too is because like bee, beekeepers are some of them struggle to sell their honey like you always see the beekeepers like yeah. oh like I put my honey on Facebook and it sells out immediately but there's a lot of beekeepers that don't want to put in the time to like market their honey or they just want to like a lot I've know some beekeepers that have just given up on honey completely like wow. they just stop selling it they just leave it to the bees which it's not a bad thing but I think if they could start making money off of it that it would be good and it would also shift the consumers over to buying local honey and this is a great way for them to find local honey like year round yeah this is awesome. I mean, it's so cool that you like had this this unique thing you're really passionate about, and it seems like you've integrated it into so many different parts of your life. Like you did it in high school, now you're in college, you're going to make a startup for it, you're giving back to the beekeeping yeah. community. I mean, it's just like, this is fantastic. This is so cool. And it's so good that we have the Idea Center, too, that kind of lets you, kind of allows you to do this, yeah. you know? And just the, the funding and the resources. Like, that's one of the main things I'm excited for about the summer is just being around the people, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, like, if I have an issue, I can go to any one of those people and they'll, they'll know how to help me, yeah. I feel like. So, yeah, I think that'll be awesome. And another thing, too, is we're trying to offer uniform packaging. Oh, so yeah. So we're trying to get these, like, you ever seen, like, the daisy pouches, like the sour cream? You can, like, squeeze it. Yeah, so yeah. So we're trying to do that, but so beekeepers can just fill their, that up with honey. Oh, that's perfect. And so it'll be a lot like easier to ship, and yeah. it cuts down on waste, and also it's, you know, it's not glass, so it's a lot cheaper to ship. Right, right. And jars and stuff. So. That's fantastic. Well, yeah. this is awesome. Oh, yeah. And the one more thing. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're also going to have, like, the beekeeper write a story, like, about oh. um, their their beehives mm-hmm. or their apiary. So it's, uh, apiary is a bee farm. Yeah. And our plan is to, like, send that with each package, you know? So if they get the honey, they can read about, hey, like, my honey came from... This person in Idaho, and he. You know you should. You know who you should meet. Have you met Kyle Murphy? Kyle, Kyle runs N Spice. He no. was my first ever podcast, and they do like they make these. Um, they're basically spices that contain a d- your entire daily value of like vitamins and minerals okay. in each serving. So they're meant for um, like mothers with with young children who like maybe don't eat as nutritiously as they could Mm -hmm. and they're also giving i believe i could have this a little incorrect they're giving some of their money to um communities in africa so there's that like social entrepreneurship side of it too this is i feel like you guys have a lot of similarities i I can 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 introduce you yeah Yeah. i think you guys would be i think you guys would have a lot to talk about see just being those opportunities everywhere exactly just got to keep talking to people well Yeah, this was awesome. Thank you so much yeah. for taking the time to come on the podcast. This was like super cool. I'm really glad we did this. This is, this is awesome. Good luck with everything. Thank Enjoy you. Enjoy the race to revenue. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for McCloskey too. Yeah, definitely. Great definitely. experience. Yeah, absolutely. All, All right. right. Thanks. Thank you. All right. So that was Key and Gatewood. Um, like I said, really cool conversation. Really cool guy. Awesome company. Um, to learn more about B Brand, visit bbrandco.com. Um, that's pretty much it. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please review, subscribe, um, on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to your podcasts. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I really appreciate it.